One of the things, oh, just ought to say, hello, it's Andrew David, Managing Editor of Science Radio. But one of the things that I'm trying to get all my team to do, and particularly with the returning news team, is not just to do interviews about things that are happening now and are happening um, in the next couple of days, but also catch up with them. So this interview is actually going to be in two parts. I'm doing this now, and my news crew, Cameron and Lucy, will be following this up when our next guest arrives in Lincoln. But I want to take you back mysteriously through the ether to, I think it was probably May, when the last time I spoke to Simon Gainwell, he was getting ready to do a coast-to-coast charity event. Um, but it didn't quite work out. So let's find out why. Let's say a very big, warm welcome return to Simon. Simon, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Andrew. And how's it going? Well, it's going very well. And it was going very well for you and your charity fundraising event when we last spoke and I think it was sometime in May but unfortunately you weren't able to do the the run from uh, the west to the east of the United Kingdom. That, that, that's correct I was getting all ready to go I was all, all geared up for it uh, and just as it looked like uh, restrictions were easing and we could move around again the uh, Delta variant of Covid really its ugly head and especially across the north of England it, it, it was uh, absolutely everywhere. So I had to postpone the trip for health and safety reasons, really, which is a shame because it would have been the summertime. Now it, now it's the autumn. <laughs> yes, and, and it's it's challenging. And mind you, looking at the, you're starting this on Monday. So looking at the way the winds are blowing at the moment, they're still coming from the west crossing to the east. What you wouldn't have wanted to do when you arrive in the east coast is to have the northeasterly blowing off the North Sea because that can be incredibly challenging. So tell us about the event. What exactly um, is it in aid of? Right. Well, well, it's in conjunction with um, uh, TAP, thankandpraise.com, the organisation that I'm working with. And we're going to try and raise awareness and raise some funds for NHS charities together. Um, uh, really, uh, as we moved out of the pandemic, we, uh, we were so aware of uh, expressing gratitude and being thankful to healthcare and social care workers during the pandemic. And I just want to re- remind people that, that just because we might be getting better doesn't mean that the NHS and the uh, care sector are, are, are working any less. They're still working just as hard as they were. Uh, and, it, and we need to continue to say thank you to them. Absolutely. And thank and praise media director, our friend and colleague, Patrick Melville, has sent me a couple of examples of what it is thank and praise does. Um, and therefore, hospital workers here uniquely in Lincolnshire, and it's the United Lincolnshire Hospital. Uh, and the first one says, I thank the staff who saved my life after my heart attack last August and for looking after me on the ward and to everyone who was also involved in my pregnancy C-section. The day I went in, I was looked after by many different people. And another one that just goes on to say, I can't thank you enough for saving me after that heart attack. A double bypass and valve replacement. I'm still here. Thank you isn't enough. Um, those are the sorts of messages. And the, the way thank and praise works is it makes sure these messages get directly to the people who they're supposed to. Yeah, and I'm actually going to take that one step further by, by taking some of these messages and hopefully I'll be able to get to, to speak to the people who they, who they were aimed at in the first place, which is partly why I'm doing the trip. It gives me a chance to express my uh, appreciation for, for the health and healthcare and social care sectors, because obviously after my, my accident, I, I was forever grateful to them. And I really uh, realised just how important gratitude is 
So, so it's, it's not going to give me a chance to uh, express my own appreciation, but I'll be able to pass on some of the messages that were collected on, on the uh, TAP platform for, 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 for some of these particular hospitals. Now, what training and preparation have you been doing and, and how much of a challenge is this going to be for you? Uh, right. <laughs> it's going to be quite a big challenge. It, uh, it, it, it's more, uh, well, obviously, my um, driving skills are going to be tested. Uh, and <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's not your average mobility scooter, right? I'll put it that way. It, it's actually a roadworthy vehicle. It, it, it's um, registered with the DVLA. And it's got indicators and brakes and a horn and all, all, all the things that a regular motorbike would have. But it's a, it's a four-wheel vehicle. So, yeah, my, my driving skills are going to be tested. But it, it's really, um, uh, well, it, it's a um, message of love that I'm spreading. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. There's not much of a physical challenge. In fact, to be honest, the biggest physical challenge is uh, sleeping in a hotel bed rather than my own hospital bed that I have at home. Getting in and out of bed is always a challenge in hotels because you never know how high or how low the bed's going to be until you actually get into the room. So there are lots of imponderables. I'm just listening to you talking about your wonderful mobility scooter, and it has lots of things you said, like indicators um, and brakes. And I thought, ah, oh, brakes, very useful, especially if you're going east, west to east, because there's a, a range of fairly hilly things in the way, isn't there? I think they're called the Pennines. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not to be trifled with. Uh, no, no. And I've actually had the motor on my, my, my scooter uh, souped up from a 500 to a 1,000, uh, which, um, and I've, I live in quite a hilly part of Yorkshire, and it's, it gets up and down hills <laughs> without any, any problems at all. So we'll be okay with that. Now, describe the route just in case people see you. And, and, and what are you likely to look like? I mean, is your vehicle going to be fairly identifiable? Oh, oh yes. It, it's got um, tap, thank and praise stickers all over it. In fact, we're, we're, we've renamed my scooter the Tapmobile. So, so Fantastic. A bit, like, <laughs> a bit like the Batmobile, but uh, red and white. <laughs> so, yeah, so what's so, the route you're taking? Yeah, I, I would love to be able to say that I was going to every hospital and speaking to every healthcare and social care worker. Obviously, that that's not 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 possible. So, so what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be going from Merseyside on the west coast to Skegness on the east coast. So I'm going to be starting at, at Liverpool, uh, and I'll be stop, stopping at hospitals in, in each place. So I'll be going from Liverpool to Warrington then Warrington to Manchester, then Manchester to Glossop, then Glossop to Sheffield. That, that's the tricky bit, going over the Pennines. Absolutely. <laughs> and then um, Sheffield to Worksop, then Worksop to Lincoln, where, where I'll be able to catch up with you and, and, and your news team. And Absolutely. finally... Uh, the, the last day, uh, which is probably going to be the longest ride, but it'll, it'll be good to uh, uh, get there in the end. But the uh, final leg will, will be from uh, Lincoln to Skegness. Now, if anybody wants to sponsor you, uh, there's a very simple email uh, address. Just uh, if I've got it right, it's thankandpraise.com forward slash Simon. And that's the easiest and quickest way to find out how to make a donation. Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. Thankandpraise.com forward slash Simon. And not only can you make a donation, you'll also be able to follow my journey because there's going to be um, 
photographs and I, I'll be doing a, a blog every day and ho hopefully I can turn that into a, an hour-long podcast for, when it's all finished. But if you want to know where I am, uh, just, go to, just go to that web address. That'll be lovely. And I'll tell you what, I'll make you a promise now. Um, when you get that podcast up and running, we'll run it here on Siren as well, because it'll be fantastic to follow through in your own words how, how you manage it. And as you mentioned, when you come through Lincoln, um, you're going to be met by our news crew, uh, Cameron and Lucy and the team are going to be there, all socially distant with mic poles and masks. They're going to do uh, lateral flow tests to make sure it's it's all, all safe for you. So we look forward to welcoming you to, to Lincoln. So listen out on Siren and you'll hear more about that. Once again, Simon, can I wish you all the very best? Fingers crossed, touching wood, everything goes according to plan. There will be hiccups, but it'll be fun along the way. And if anybody wants to send you money, uh, the best way to do it is thank and praise. And I have to say it's and, not as an ampersand, it's A-N-D. Thankandpraise.com forward slash Simon. Thank you, Simon Gamewell, for joining us today. And good luck with uh, the start, which is on Monday. Thank you very much, Andrew. It's been a pleasure.